Let's open our guide to the book of Luke, uh, Luke chapter 2. I, I take it I'm going to use the same Bible you use so that uh, the words will line up. Amen? And uh, turn me down a little bit. And this morning I want to talk about building God a kingdom. God building Christ a kingdom. And I should have used through men's and women's or men's and women's together. Because I look out in the, in, in, in the orders and I see men's and women's and boys and girls. But are we intentionally working together? Are we intentionally partnering together to be a God of Canaan. And I hope that when Joel get to West Chicago, that he look for a church that is willing and intentionally working together, men and women, to be a God of Canaan. And as you welcome Pastor Heather, that you will work with her that you will reveal to her that you were already willing to work together as a team. Because what blows my mind is the fact that God is willing to partner with us to be a Christ of Canaan. God can do it all by himself. Jesus said if he wanted to be praised, and you won't praise him, he'll raise up some rocks. It blows my mind that God wants to, to partner with you and I as imperfect as we are. God wants to use you and I to build him a kingdom, to edify and build up his church, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so that's what I want to want to encourage this morning as we look at this wonderful, this beautiful lady named Anna. You ever heard a sermon on Anna? I tried, I wanted to catch you off guard, but I'm sure that many of you probably heard some, some sermons on Anna. I don't know if you do this, but I'm, I do this. And thank God it ain't but just two verses. Will you stand for the reading of God's holy word? Out of reverence for who he is. There was also a prophet Anna the daughter of Pion, Penuel, the tribe of Asher. She was very old and she lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. 
She never left the temple but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to, the, uh, coming up to them at that very moment, talking about Mary, Jesus, and Joseph. She gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who was looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. This is the word of the Lord. You may be seated. But let me pray. Father God, I praise you and I thank you for the wonderful privilege you have given me, almighty God. to be used by you. And Lord, I know that you're not a God of favoritism, so I ask you the same thing you told Jeremiah, you told Moses, and you told Isaiah, that you will put your word in their mouth. And so Lord, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus Christ that you will put your word into my mouth. In Jesus' name I pray. God people says. The Father. God the Father loves God the Son. And God the Father wants to build his son a kingdom. A kingdom that would glorify him and he wants to do it through the church that is made up of men and women together doing ministry side by side with the intent of building up God's kingdom with the intent of nurturing one another and God wants to use you and I working together side by side with intent to bless the Lord. But I noticed that there are there are arguments or uh, there's a converse about God using women in the church. Can God use the women's in the pulpit? Can women's be elders and deacons? And they have coined a two-head phrase. One is called com 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 complementarianism and egalitarianism. And I don't, got, I don't have time to explore in depth what all that means. But, but the complementarianism believe, believe that men and women are valued. Men and women are worth. But they believe that men and women have different roles to play in the home, to play in the workplace, to play in the church. 
the, ego, the, the, the egalitarians also believe that human beings and men's and women's are valued, have worth. But they believe that, that men's and women's can work together for God's purpose, God's will, God's glory. In the home, in the church, in the workplace. If I was to ask Jesus, well, what do you think, Jesus? I think Jesus would take us all the way back to Genesis like he took them back when they asked him about marriage, about divorce. He took them back to Genesis 1 and 2. And told the Pharisee what God had in mind when he created marriage. He says, haven't you heard what God did in the beginning? And I think for me, and I hope for you, that when we get ready to look, read our Bible, when we read this Bible, I hope you read this Bible from Genesis 1 and 2. Because in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28 through 31, we see them working together as a team. We see them both getting the covenant mandate. He blessed them both, and he said to them, He told them both to be good stewards. He told them both to preserve life. He told them both to protect and to serve creation. So they can and God intended for us to work together in God's community. God wants us to work together. And I thought that I'm seeing this play out right before my eyes in Luke. I like Luke because Luke includes peoples from all different walks of life. He includes, he elevates women. He, he saw women as disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. He saw Mary, Lazarus', Lazarus sister, sitting at Jesus' feet. You remember the story of Martha and, and Mary, and, 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 and Mary was sitting at Jesus' feet right along with the male disciples. Jesus did not rebuke her. He encouraged her. And the King James said, and Martha also sat at Jesus' feet. He includes. Because he's, Luke saw the grand plan of God building 
Christ a kingdom. That God wants to use us together to touch lives on the corner of Spencer. Working together to reveal God's word, uh, love to the world. And that's what I see in this passage. I see Simeon and Anna working together. I see them both having the same gift, the same calling, the same anointing. That's why I hope you just don't hear me talking, but I, I like to walk through this, these two passages. Just to see that you see this. I don't have the same calling, same gift, same anointing. That's her male partner, Simeon. Luke calls her a prophet. In verse 21 and 35, there is a prophet named Simeon. Simeon was called to bring hope to the family of Jesus Christ. Anna was called to, play, to proclaim the gospel to the nation. Both got their revelation from God. You see that word, verse 36, also? Luke is including Simeon and Anna. There was also a prophecies. In other words, Luke is connecting Anna and Simeon in the same breath. They are working together to expand the kingdom of God. Luke says, Anna, the daughter of Femiel of the tribe of Astrid. She was very old with her husband. She lived with her husband for seven years and after the marriage, then she was a widow for 84 years. She never left the temple. Day and night, she fasted and she prayed. And coming up to them, at that very moment, she gave thanks to God. She praised God. And she spoke about the child to all who was looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. The Bible says, it says in verse 25 that the Holy Spirit revealed to Simeon who Mary, and Jesus, who Mary, Jesus, and Joseph was. Simeon had a spirit of discernment from the Holy Spirit. But God also revealed 
the revelation to Anna. She came up to them because God had revealed to her who they was. So she also had a spirit of discernment. God providence was working in her life just as it was working in Simeon's life. When she saw the child, she gave, she gave thanks to God and she proclaimed the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Did you know that Anna was, was the first person in the gospel? First person, person in the New Testament to proclaim to, to the priest Christ? There it is right there. She gave thanks to God and, and watch this, and she preached to all who was looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem that come through the Lord Jesus Christ. A woman, the first person in the gospel to preach Christ. If anyone should have been disqualified, it had to be Hannah. At that time of Jesus, because why? She was a woman. She was old. Those things, those things in the mind of, 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 of the male community and that community would have disqualified her. To go public. But thanks be to God, he doesn't call to qualify you. He called to quantify you. God had no problem in using her in spite of her age, in spite of her being a woman, in spite. She had, this, she had the same gift, the same talent, the same anointing as her male partner. And I'm sure they was partners. I'm sure they, they waited together. They, they, you know, she had a prayer meeting too. Remember, she fasted, she prayed. I'm sure Simeon was, and now what? And the priest too, because the Bible said she was there, she was there praying day and night. So they must have had a room tucked somewhere in the temple. So you're never too old to do ministry. We're not even too old to retire. Because why? The God inside of us want to get out of us to do ministry, to touch someone's life. Through the gospel. But I don't have to try to convince you all. You all are already open to what God is doing and what God is saying and how God is leading you. I'm here to prepare you to be, to be a team 
with Pastor Heather. To join her. Let us see you working together. That age don't make a difference. Me carrying my cane don't make a difference. My handicap don't make a difference. My gender don't make a difference. My race don't make a difference. And that's why I want to encourage you, don't get caught up on tradition. Don't get caught up on the world. What the world. Because that will hinder us to where God wants to take you. That will hinder you from experiencing God's presence in your midst together. Because God bless unity. That's why he says that where two and three meet, I'm in the midst of it. That's why he said where you touch and agree. Whatever you agree here on earth, I'll lose it in heaven. We can work together for God's, God's kingdom. We can nurture one another. We can work together to be a God of kingdom. To help develop our lives and grow our children together. And reach the community. And I'm so thankful to see that your doors is wide open. Because your heart is wide open to the community. She had a prophetic ministry. She had a prayer ministry. And I can imagine that she had a, a healing ministry. Because even tragedy did not stop her from doing what God called her to do. She probably been grieving. No one knew exactly what she's going through, the loneliness she felt in her heart for all those years. No one knows about the pain of losing her husband, of losing a partner. But even through this, even through this tragedy, she pushed forward and because she didn't give up, because she didn't throw in the tower, she got to hold our Christ. She got to proclaim Christ to all those who was looking forward to the Messiah, to the redemption. She got to be the first woman in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ to preach him, to proclaim him. Just like Mary Magdalene got the opportunity to be the first person in the gospel to proclaim his resurrection. 
I don't think those are accidents. I think the Holy Spirit navigated that. I think God wanted us to see for ourselves what he is doing in the lives of human life and that we can work together. We can work together in the workplace. We can work together in the home. We can work together in the community. We can work together in the church. But we have to die to ourselves. We have to die to our flesh, our pride. We must not get confused. Because uh, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul says she can preach, but she just got to cover her head. <laughs> in 1 Timothy chapter 2, she said, no, you can't do it. I'm confused. You won't get confused if you start reading your Bible through the eyes of Genesis 1 and 2. Because that's where God is taking us. That's what heaven looked like. God being God trying to restore where we can work together for the glory of God. Because that's what Jesus said. Have you read? He took those theologians, those, 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 those men who, who wants to do lean on tradition. Haven't you read what God did in the beginning where both of them was working together to bring the Father glory? Working together in the kingdom to preserve life, to protect life, to share life. That's where we're going. So that's what the church should be doing. He blessed them. He said to them. And I know y'all going to do good, great things. Because your heart is open to hearing God. Let's pray. And Father, we praise you and we thank you for who you are. And we thank you, O oh Lord God, for your calling uh, men and women, O oh Lord God, together intentionally to do ministry. And Lord, may you continue to bless Kristen on this corner. And may, 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 may you fill these, these pews. In Jesus' name, amen.